Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue, we resume the learning of the book of Vos Halevavot, Duties of the Heart. The last time we learned it, it was right before Rosh Hashanah and we finished with the chapter of repentance of the second volume of the book. Today we're going to start section 8, which deals with the, with the gate of self-accounting, of of a Heshbon Hanefesh, of making personal accountings in our lives. And so Rabbi Pakula, he says that the preceding the gate of, the, of repentance and its conditions, he comes to say that self-accounting is one of these conditions. When you're going to repent, when you're going to do Teshuvah, which the first Teshuvah really means to, to return to your essence, it doesn't mean to, return, to repent, but one of the prerequisites before you re return is that you have to repent. You have to acknowledge that there's something that is wrong, that you have to, to, to correct. And then he's saying here that also in order to be able to repent, we need to have self-accounting. We need to have Heshbon Hanefesh. We have to, to measure our, our deeds. And so he, see, he says, Rabbi Pakuda, that, the, that there's different kinds of accounting, of self-accounting, uh, for through such introspection, one is moved to that which will further one's well-being in both worlds. As, they, as King David said, uh, I consider my ways and I turn my feet to your testimonies. And so Rabbi Pakuda, he says that there's six, six aspects of self-accounting. Today we're gonna talk about two because it's long, it's a whole chapter, but today we'll start with the first two, in which one is what is self-accounting. First, he's explaining what self-accounting means. And the second one is, is it the same for all people? Do everybody has, have to follow one, one, one way? And so self-accounting is, is earnest deliberation on one's religious and secular concerns in the privacy of one's thoughts to discover what he has accomplished and has yet to accomplish of his obligations. So self-accounting, uh, in other words, means that a person uh, in his head, this is not something private, this is something that is between him and him, me and me, you and you, uh, makes an accounting of, of his life. Usually we do it every night before we go to sleep, we look at our day, we see what went well, what did I do good, uh, what did I do better today that I didn't do yesterday, how, am I growing, am I not growing, how can I be, how could I react to such a situation in a better way. And it's, this is very, very, very um, healthy for a person to constantly be checking on, on his actions, on his thoughts and his speech and on his actions. So the prophet charged us to do so when he said, understand it today and reflect on it in your heart. Hashem is the God. And this is in Devarim. And David, peace be upon him, King David said, enhance your awareness and discover that God is good. Know the God of your fathers and serve him. Don't be like a horse or a mule without understanding. What he's saying is that to be a discerning person, to be able to be a person that understands, you need to think. <laughs> because if you don't think, you, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. There's people who are very, very simple-minded people. 
But a Jew should not be simple-minded. A Jew should be a person that is aware, that is intentional, that is mindful, that is in constant awareness of, of what he's saying, of what he's doing. It should be a thinking human being. It, it, it's not like life goes through and you don't ever stop to look. So of one who fails to examine his concerns and does not critique himself in them, it was said, no one reflects on it in his heart. No one has knowledge of understanding. This is Yeshayahu. They did not remember his power. This is Tehillim. So it says further, remember the days of old, reflect on the years of generations past. Remembering days of old, I meditate on all that you did. I turn my thoughts far away and ascribe righteousness to my maker. So this comes from Tehillim, to Yob, from Job. And what it's saying is like, be a person that that thinks, like look at the past, look at things that happened in the past. Like to the, tomorrow, November 9, November 10, we're remembering Kristallnacht. Kristallnacht, that night that was two, two days that were horrendous, uh, in which the, the shops, the homes, the synagogues of Jews were destroyed, were vandalized, were burnt, Sefer Torahs were burned, books were burned, and, and, and you have to look at what's going on today in the world as a Jew. You have to be looking and say, okay, we're not so far away from this. We see it every day that uh, Torahs are being desecrated, shoes are being burned, arson everywhere that's Jewish. You know, like wake up, look what's going on. And so this is what, what Rabbi Pakuda is telling us, like be discerning, look at, what, look at your history, look at what happened to your fathers, learn from the past so it doesn't ever happen again. Because if we turn our head away and we're not accounting everything that's going around us, and we don't do what we need to do, we don't turn to Hashem, then this whole thing can happen again, again, like in one minute, it can happen again. And we have to believe that because the problem of the Jews in those days was they thought it would never happen. And when you think it can happen, then you're awake. So the second uh, accounting is it's self-accounting the same for all people. And Rabbi Pakuda responds to this question that once religious and secular concerns vary, every person is different, every person has different uh, levels of service to God, every person is in a different uh, stairway, uh, in accordance with each person's perception, intelligence, and clarity of understanding. So each person has to do self-accounting according to his uh, capacity where he's standing that day. And so each and every individual is obligated to make a personal accounting of what he's bound to do in the service of the Creator. We have to every day see if we're getting closer to God. Are we far away from God? Do I want to be close to God? We should be asking us this question. People go through life. They don't even consider having a relationship with Hashem. And he says, that in accordance with his recognition of the Creator, graces, universal, those that he shares with all others in particular, and those especially bestowed upon him, as it says in Scripture. So what he means here, uh, uh, in Scripture it says, Consider it this day, for it is not with your children, 
who did not know and experience the discipline of Hashem for your God that I'm speaking, for it was your eyes that saw all the great work that God performed. So he means by this that God deals with every person according to where they are. So that he's not going to deal with us the same way he deals with our parents. Because our parents have seen things that we haven't seen. Our grandparents went through things that we could never imagine. I have a grandmother that was thrown out from Syria when she was a little girl in the 1900s. My other grandmother went through the Holocaust. So I could never do a self-accounting like them because I never went through what they're, they're going. And on the other hand, they never went through a plague. So each person has to do their self-accounting according to where they're standing. And, um, and he says that uh, for you saw them with your own eyes, you and not they, they were specially graced with great favors, and you, not they, were spared from the plagues of Egypt and Korah. Therefore, you are under special obligation to serve God. Gratitude for their favors. So he's talking about our, 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 our ancestors who came out of Egypt that lived miracles, miracles. They saw ten plagues in Egypt. They went through the, 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 the Yamsuf. Hashem parted the sea for them. They saw Manak coming down from the heavens. They, they, they lived 40 years in the desert. Their clothes never got dirty. They had water from the, from the well of Miriam. They had clouds that protected them. Like we never went through these things. So the gratitude that these people had to have towards Hashem has to be a much greater gratitude than, for example, us. So everything depends where you are. And this is true of all others as well. Different people have different obligations. We don't all have the same obligations. And in accordance with their respective powers of perception, in accordance with their different degrees to which they have been graced with favors. So if you're a person that Baruch Hashem has a good life, uh, you have a good job, you have good parnasa, you have a beautiful family, you have a beautiful home, you have much more obligation uh, to look at yourself than a person that doesn't have what you have. He says, the more you see, the more goodness you, you experience in your life, the more obligation you have, the more responsibility you have to be better. So a believer should make a personal accounting of what he owes God. This is huge. We're always thinking, what does God, why doesn't God give me this? Why doesn't God give me this? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? It's the other way around. We should be saying, okay, look at what Hashem has done for me. The last year and a half, I've been alive. I've been well. I've been healthy. Hello. I owe him. And you know what? This is the feeling I had when I came to live in, 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 in America. That I had left a place that was so dangerous. Uh, there was so much insecurity. Finally, we came to a place where my kids could ride their bikes in, their, in the streets. And I felt I owe Hashem my life. I, 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 till today, I feel that. I feel like my whole life is not going to be enough to pay him what he did for me. And this is the right attitude. This is the way we should approach our relationship with Hashem. It's not what he's going to give us. It's how much do I owe for all the kindness that he gives you every day? And so, and so he should assess his duty accurately to the best of his ability and as he understands it. 
Whatever he can realize in deed, he should spare no labor and effort to achieve. What he cannot realize in deed, he should master in knowledge. So yeah, maybe I cannot give a humongous check to charity because maybe I can't, but maybe, you know what, maybe I can go and volunteer somewhere. Maybe I can give up my time. Maybe I could learn more Torah. Maybe I could use my seichel, my, my intelligence to serve God. So this is what Rabbi Pakula is saying here. And, and he says, God will then judge us favorably. He in turn should be on the lookout for opportunities that will enable him to fulfill what he possibly can of God's duties. He can better not be liberal in making excuses for himself in this duty. You know, many people don't want to see, they don't want to self-account, they don't want to have a real, they don't want, they don't want to acknowledge because they don't want the responsibility. Because that's the truth. The more connected you're with Hashem, the more responsible you are. Because the more you acknowledge the goodness that Hashem has towards you. And people just don't want to acknowledge. People don't want to have to, to burden themselves with, with paying back. So this is something to think about, something to sit with. And um, I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you. <laughs>